2: Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph Basham, D. And Andy Brett Bernard. And we'll
0: be right back, hour two, coming up next. Thank you again to Ronald Bell. Love Ronald Bell. Great cool guy. Him again.
2: Oh, great interview. Great guy.
0: Just a terrific man. Six days older than me, that old bag. Thank you very much. Great
2: to yeah, And where was he when I needed uh, career advice at 13?
0: Yeah. Ah. You called it. Yeah, I kind of look like a turd now, don't I, comparatively? He was 13, I was 13, and he did that, and I went, I wonder if well, I'll ever develop...
2: Yeah, well, like I, I so <laughs> like I did so much better. Like I did so much better.
0: We'll take a break. Be right back with hour two. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. And get Walzer care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So, what's the latest?
2: The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that you know adjusters would call them on and
0: ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Why isn't it? A little important? quiet.
1: What the hell? I hate intros. They're the worst.
0: Well, no, don't worry. There, there you go. go. Ooh, there you go. Get down, get down. we got to hear a little bit of this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This is Jungle Boogie. Now that is great music. It is. Spunky York- stuff. Wait a minute, you got to play a little singing. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> the boogie. I'll
1: get it <laughs> Let's hear the uh, Tarzan yell at the end. It's at the very, very end. It's at the very end of the song. Uh, let's see here. And Victor Treadwell will be dancing.
0: And um, I told Victor, "You hear Tarzan yell, stop dancing, man."
2: <laughs> oh, that is the greatest!
0: Oh, that their music, Cool the Gang,
2: phenomenal. And after he talks about his exposure to all those unbelievable jazz musicians, Monty oh, Monk, you know. And they go, goes, uh, you know, you just, you know, it's, you want to, you can see it in that music in a in a in a way that's different. So they reinterpreted all that stuff. They reinterpreted yeah, they that yeah. jazz That's exactly uh, in a what modern they way or a more current way or different way, uh, and people really enjoyed that. And you are stimulated by jazz uh, rhythms and jazz uh, harmonics uh, in a unique way. Very mathematical. Very cool.
0: I couldn't agree more. Just that a lot of talent, and uh, well, he's been doing it now since he was 13 years old.
2: Smart men. Smart men that do years. that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> What the hell is this? State officials, state health officials in Minnesota are monitoring an increase in the positivity rate of diagnostic tests for COVID-19 in Minnesota, which has come over the past week and lockstep with a rise in confirmed cases. Now there's a travel ban to New York. Mm -hmm. Minnesota health officials question New York travel restriction. Also, they don't want to do it. They're thinking about doing it.
2: What they do? Well, I'm sorry New York is going to keep people from coming in or people oh, from not New York
0: gonna, you can't go there from here
2: well that makes no well that <clears> makes <throat> no sense because New York and New Jersey if you look at the numbers they've reached what some people believe are a herd immunity and their death rate has just dropped to almost zero almost in New, New, New Jersey and New York death rate in a in lot, New lot of York places City.
1: is very very low now
2: yeah and oh. it's you know <clears> yes they're getting more cases but those those what well, you know it, but the symptomatic cases you know symptomatic positive cases in the united states is less than one percent right less, less than one percent of the people have had they have this so it's an odd it's a very odd kind of a thing i it don't would
1: seem that the mad, vast majority of people who were going to die from it already got it and died from it basically well, it depends
2: on the area yes <laughs> it depends on the area but once you get to a certain a certain level of immunity and some people say that may if it's test positive immunity or, an, or antibody positive immunity, some people say that only needs to be 20% because there's a 60% incidence, some people have said, of 60% incidence of T-cell immunity which is already have. Mm-hmm. And they point toward the fact that only about 20% of the people on that cruise ship uh, was at the Diamond Princess in uh, Tokyo or in, in, in Japan that... Only 20% of the people who were in that cruise ship pretty much doing everything else did. only 20% got the stuff. Right. The rest didn't get it. So there's a reason why they didn't get it, probably from uh, innate immunity from yeah. other coronavirus exposures in the past. Yeah, because
1: every coronavirus is pretty similar to every other coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So if you get one of them, then odds are you're either going to be immune or at least resistant to every
2: yeah. other one. So,
0: so it's uh, New York uh, today. New York today added Minnesota to its COVID-19 travel restriction list, meaning that travelers from this state will need to fill out a disclosure form and quarantine themselves for two weeks upon arrival. So oh. you and I just couldn't go to see a play in New York and have dinner and come home. Nope, Can't do it.
2: Oh, this is this, is, this absolute insanity. The well,
0: governors
1: are really liking this uh, emergency power thing. Aren't oh, they? God, it's unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. That's
2: why it's supposed to be so hard for them to get it and it's so yeah. hard for them to keep it. But they just, you know, they just, They're I don't know why our it. legislature just, oh, yeah, you should have that. You should have that. Yeah, do it. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm done with, with it. And I'm not, I just am not as concerned about it as uh, I have been in the past.
0: Well, listen to this the number of Minnesotans hospitalized for COVID 19 declined yesterday to 236. Including 107 people needing intensive care. Both are the lowest daily hospital figures in Minnesota since April 15th. Wow. So, two months. Three months. Three months. Excuse me. It's July 15th or 14th. Yes, it is. July 4th. Three months. It's the lowest number, and they still say, oh, you can't come here if you're from Minnesota. Mm. What the hell is that?
2: Yeah, and they have herd immunity. So, really, they shouldn't. So, you shouldn't infected. care. Who cares? Who cares? It's just not going anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere if you if you have it and get there. Yeah, so.
0: exactly. Why do you think it is that that Cuomo put all those sick people in old folks homes? What the hell was he thinking?
2: Yeah, he should he should be uh, held for uh, he, should, he should be responsible for those deaths. I agree. He should be responsible for those deaths. He should face uh, court hearings yeah, as a result negligent. of that. Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, negligent Yeah.
0: Oh, they finally did what we predicted on this show would happen last week. That these tough guys with the city of Minneapolis, they're going to defund the police department. But there's one thing they added at the end here, which we talked about last week. Uh, what you need to know about the proposal to win the Minneapolis Police Department, voters would have the final say. It ain't going to happen. No. I'm here to tell you they copped out with this old tough guy thing, oh, let's defund the police. Now you have every, every chance to defund the police. Oh, we should give the voters a voice. Because you know it ain't going to happen, no. And you don't want blame for doing it, no. You, uh, well, the voters did it.
2: Yeah. Well, they—they've they, taken the, the police officers out of the schools, and oh, huge mistake. Oh, huge mistake. We'll talk about talk about. It's it's a season for attorneys. They're going to be able to sue. One kid gets hurt because a cop wasn't there. <clears throat> oh, one, oh God. One person gets hurt. Oh, Mazur well just write that check. No, you are absolutely right about that. Do you
0: think? I mean, seriously, looking at all these things and all the rest of it, what is it? Who who are the ones that want to want to just lock down life like this? Why do they – is it just a control issue? They want to control everybody and everything? Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, they want to con- – yeah, they, and they have this ego thing. It's an ego. You know, they're on TV and, oh, they have this power. You know, I just have this magic wand and I can just – this edict, these edicts by fiat. Oh, and, and, and I think they have this – they're – it's, a, it's their power uh, crazy they yeah. just said love that power particularly being on tv oh i just love being mm-hmm. on tv i yeah, well, that's keep true. my power so i can be on tv that's i'm so true. important look how many cameras are here oh look how many microphones i have you know it's like your uh, your uh, uh, for men for men only it seems like your genitals are, are directly proportional to the number of uh, uh, microphones you have on the on the podium it's right. just stupid uh, it is. Yeah, so you know, I, I mean, I, I wear a mask, try to protect patients and things like that, and do do that sort of thing. And I and I think some of the changes with regards to checking people's temperature. You know, if someone rolls into a doctor's office, your temperature should be checked, because if you're if yeah. you if you're, you're you walking in and you're 102, yeah, maybe we don't have you in the lobby very long, right. or maybe you shouldn't be here.
0: You know, there are these little screens. There. It's a little computer screen. <laughs> like if you take an iPad and turned it on its side yeah. so it's longer. And you can look into it, lean into it, and it can read your temperature. Yeah. And they, they have one at Golden Valley, and they want you to check your temperature before you come in the building. My temperature generally, eh, most often, is around between 96.8 um, and 97.8. Yeah, I run cold, too. I run a little cold. <clears throat> a woman comes out and goes, did you just take your temperature on there? And this woman was probably maybe 40. In really good shape, very thin, you know the whole deal. I said, "Did you just take your temperature?" And I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, is it accurate?" I said, "It was weird at first, but then it readjusted and gave me my real temperature." She goes, "Oh, thank God!" And I said, "Why?" She goes, "It said her temperature was 118." <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, if she had 118, she'd be dead. So. She'd be
2: dead.
0: So.
1: She'd be in a furnace. I'm you can't. Yeah. You can't get that high. You'd no. be
2: in a furnace.
0: 118.
1: No, once degrees. you get anywhere near there, you're dead. Then your temperature is going to start dropping. Was it about a buck five? Is about as high as you can get.
2: Yeah, about, yeah, you get 105, 106, but then you your body really gets messed. Your brain messes starts with your cooking, brain. Yeah. yeah. You get the seizures. and
0: Not good. You no, know, it's not you good. Know, That's why you I gotta watch it. wonder, highest kids. recorded temperature. Highest recorded <laughs> human temperature. It's gotta be, I would imagine 106 has gotta be yeah. my,
2: my, pretty much When top my dad of it was out. hurt, his temperature was 105. <clears throat> was it? An adult, 105. He was in ice baths. They dropped okay. him in ice baths. My mom and my uncle took care of him. and...
1: In 1980, Willie Jones of Atlanta was admitted to the hospital with heat stroke and a temperature of 115 degrees. Holy God! (laughs) And
0: somehow he survived. He did? Yeah. 115. Well, maybe the woman was 118 (laughs) then. That's right. (laughs) He looked uh, awfully healthy for 118.
1: yeah, Yeah, that's like almost 10 degrees past brain damage. I don't know how the hell he lived.
0: I wonder if their equipment was faulty. I do wonder.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, you it's wonder like, if that
2: thermometer—you know—was that what kind of thermometer was that?
1: Well, I mean? and it does say survived, but not you know.
0: Well, it, does well, say yeah, it was that's like functioning.
2: Yeah. yeah. What's the quality of his survival or his life yeah. after you having your brain at 100? Man,
0: this is a story not worth spending a lot of time on, but I have to read it. An attorney representing one of the former Minneapolis police officers charged with killing George Floyd accused, Attorney General Keith Ellison, of contempt of court and asked that he be sanctioned, escalating tensions between prosecutors and defense attorneys. (laughs) They don't want the attorney general anywhere near the courthouse. Defendant, by and through counsel, respectfully moves the court for an order holding Keith Ellison, the attorney general from Minnesota, and lead prosecutor in the above-captioned case, in contempt of court and ordering sanctions as a result of his actions well what did he do? Or not do. Um, it says here, um, Tuesday objection to Ellison issuing a news release on Monday about the case after Judge Peter Cahill issued a gag order. Ooh, you can't do that. He issued a gag order. You can't if you're attorney general, you can't go on television and say what it was. Right? Nope,
2: that's right. And there and there's threats that well that if the if there's more media discussion and continued uh, discussion of this case in, in broadcast media right. that uh, that he'll move the trial
0: yeah they're going to end up moving that oh, trial they're have, to, they're well, have and
2: to. where are you going to move it to what person well, in the world hasn't heard about this point.
0: we're going to take a break be right back Danny Clinch will join us more talk about music man we love music talk be right back with the family Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company Michael Bilski. great to have you here Michael
2: Thanks, Tom, always a pleasure to be with you.
0: One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important?
2: Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Now
0: well, that sounds like a great way to do business.
2: All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty.
0: Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looked so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract, We are back, ladies and gentlemen. All I can say, a new documentary, a rare autobiography of Shannon Hoon, the late lead singer of the rock band Blind Melon. The uh, film was created solely with Hoon, Shannon Hoon, of course. Uh, His own footage, voice, music stands as a masterful cinematic achievement completed 23 years after his death. So there you have it for more information on a full list of play dates and locations for All I Can Say. You can visit all I can say dot oscilloscope. O-S-C-I-L-O scope dot net. Oscilloscope.net. All I can say dot Danny Clinch with us. How are you doing, Danny? I'm good. Thanks for
3: having
0: me. Uh oh, we're having a great day. We already had Ronald Bell on from Cool and the Gang. Now we get to talk to you. It's been a great music day here on the show. Oh,
3: Ronald Bell,
0: fantastic. Oh, Ronald Bell's about as good as it gets. The Absolutely. film. Uh, so danny the, the, he started now he's been dead what 20 some years 20 23 years yeah. yeah that's right i read that yeah uh so how did this all come together in this uh, day and age
3: well you know um i'm a photographer and a filmmaker and i got my start photographing uh you know in hip-hop and and uh and indie rock early on and um i was photographing the band live if you're familiar with them uh and they were on the 120 minutes tour with blind melon big audio dynamite and uh public image limited and so when i was i was there i met the guys in blind melon they were one of the first bands to invite me on the road uh into the recording studio we all became fast friends and i was you know going to europe with them and spent a lot of time with them and you know things were really you know uh were going you know pretty well career-wise for them and um and uh there was you know and then shannon passed away Uh and uh it was really it was it was really rough uh after that and uh we gave many you know put it aside for many years but i kept in touch with uh the band and uh shannon's partner lisa who's the mother of his daughter nico Uh and as we were bringing this project together we were kind of doing a traditional blind melon documentary and they offered us um a box filled with high 8 video video cassettes that um, that Shannon had shot, and I know he shot a lot because I was with him. You know, he always had a camera; he was kind of mm-hmm. obsessive about it. He would carry it everywhere and and uh, and film everything. And um, at a certain point, through conversations, we we thought, how interesting would it be to create a film through Shannon's own eyes and through his own point of view? Because he was he was so um, uh, so good at capturing everything around him that we uh, we thought there was an opportunity
0: there. I think it's just a, I got to get this out of out of the way, Danny, very quickly. Um, Blind Lemon Chitlin, remember that name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that based on Blind Melon? I've all always wondered that. I've never gotten to ask anybody that. Is that where well, they got the name? Uh,
3: there's Blind Melon, uh, uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson as well. Right. Uh, yeah, you know what? Um, blind melon. I, it was my understanding uh, was a term that that um, Brad uh, Brad Smith's um, father used on the kids when they were just like sitting around doing nothing.
0: They're blind melons.
3: <laughs> they called them blind melons. You know, okay, just sitting around, good for nothing type. And uh, and I think that's that's where it came from. So uh, it's a great name. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, it's a
0: great name. It's a great name. So, Danny, I'm going to um, blame it on you when I call anybody a blind melon. Say, Danny Clinch told me I could call you that if you're an idiot. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs>
0: that works for me. Uh, do nothing. Yeah, a bunch of do yeah. nothing sitting around. It's it's uh, you know the music business is so fascinating. As I just talked to Ronald Bell from Cool in the Gang, talking to you right now about uh, it is impossible to to measure the the width and the depth and the height of, of music in and of itself. I mean, even just popular music, if you just go with pop music, you know, you throw in an R, R&B and hip-hop and, and rock and roll and all the rest of it. It is so gigantic with talent. There's so much talent in America. You know, around the world, obviously, but, you know, in America, the talent is, is amazing. Yeah. Well,
3: you know, I think that... Um... Look, music for, for most people is, uh, it helps you celebrate, you know, it'll get you through the rough times, it, it, the memories it brings back, um, mm-hmm. you know, like when you think of uh, No Rain, you know, you think about the 90s and where you were at that time. And um, Shannon uh, documented a lot of that stuff. He was real curious about culture. And you can see that in the film. There's a lot. He filmed the television set. He filmed his child being born. He filmed his demos uh, in hotel rooms, breaking hotel rooms, uh, the, the birth of his daughter, as I said. And, uh, and, and so he, he really, the film is, you know, it, it, we strayed from the typical uh, sort of blind melon documentary, quote-unquote, and it becomes more about this guy who became famous and filmed his life from... For five years before he got famous right up until the day that he died and um i feel like there's you know it's a film that you don't have to be a blind melon fan to love it's a film that mm-hmm. is intriguing from a construction standpoint how would how uh, karen gould and colleen my co-directors you know cut the thing together did the editing told the story and created something that i think is beyond just a typical uh, rock and roll documentary, and and for that, I think it's I think it's interesting for people who love films uh, as well as music fans.
0: So, uh, you, Danny, you've been around the business for at least a quarter of a, ten- a century, correct? Yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're not we're not telling anybody <laughs> that. No, it's important because I, I was just looking at the you know the biography uh, of uh, uh, you know. Uh, Blind uh, Melon and Shannon Hoon and your involvement all the rest of it. When you look and uh, at the time by the way well well before they they started but uh, from 1977 to 1983 I was the promotion director at at Capitol Records in the Midwest. Oh. And watching what happened to that business in that five year period about ten years before No Rain came out. Was that 92? Correct? I think?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Oh. So, yeah, so uh, 10 years before, we went from album sales and single sales, and it was all vinyl, and that was all the rest of it. And then, by you know, within the next six, seven years, all of a sudden digital started showing up in little bits of it, not really getting involved too much. But watching all of a sudden the CDs came out, it was no longer vinyl, yeah. the CDs came out, and that changed the music complete, the business completely. And then MTV, obviously. Uh, got more and more powerful. That was a big part of of, uh, of Blind Melon, right? I mean, MTV, the airplay yeah. on MTV is a huge part of their success, correct?
3: Oh, they played uh, that Sam Bear, uh video for No Rain three times a day. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they had the ability to really blow a band up. And the funny thing is, is that was like the third single off the record. They had kind of given up on getting a hit. Uh-huh. And they were like they were still on the road, so they just decided to to drop drop that one and see what happens. And the video, you know, became part of uh, pop culture. Uh, so it was interesting for sure.
0: And you know, MTV uh, did do that for us. There were, there was a whole change in culture and the way things. Our band, the big uh, MTV hit for us at Capitol Records. Uh, well, there were several of them, you know, but uh, Simon Le Bon and the boys. Got together yeah. and uh, with Duran Duran and just blew up on MTV about the exact same. Well, maybe maybe a little, yeah, a little earlier than that, but but not yeah. all that much. Yeah, about seven years earlier than that. But but yeah. uh, and then of course people started stealing music off digital, made the business even harder. I mean, it's a. Mm-hmm. Do people realize what a bitch of a business the the first basically the rock and roll business is? It's a tough business, man. Oh
3: yeah, I mean it's you know it's already tough. You know, people making bad deals. Um, you know, uh, young kids just wanting to have a record contract. Yeah, or you think of uh, all the way back to you know the blues and early rock and roll people. You know, getting screwed and not uh, knowing how important their publishing rights are and all those right. things. So we've seen all that change, and then Napster, and then you know now we're in the age of streaming, and and. Uh, you know, some people are still holding out, although I, I think, you know, you just have to find different ways for revenue. So bands, uh, including Blind Melon, are making new music. Blind Melon has um,
0: uh-huh.
3: a singer named Travis Warren, who's a great guy, a great singer, songwriter. Uh, they just dropped a couple of new tunes, which is cool. Uh, they're great tunes. They have a great feel to them. Um, but, yeah, you know, uh, people have to, you know, you have to tour. And now we're in the middle of COVID and people can't tour. Right. So you know, it's like uh, you know, you're it's touring and merchandising these days in order to make some money, and uh, it's a rough time right now for everyone, including myself, who's in the music industry. Uh, you know, photographing musicians. Oh for yeah, and you can't, really can't get get to them.
0: No, yeah. no. Question. I was supposed to introduce. Uh, last month, I was supposed to introduce Alice Cooper at Treasure Island Casino, and of course, it never happened. And I was like, "That, yeah. that would have been fun, you know." I've been a lot, I mean, I've met yeah. Alice before, but it would have been a lot of fun to do that. So I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Danny. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Again, all I can say dot oscilloscope That's all I can say dot oscilloscope Danny Clinch, thank you, sir. Have a magnificent day.
3: Thank you for having me. I appreciate your time.
0: Absolutely. We'll be back with the family. Cheers. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry No. What the hell? Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. What the hell was Nirvana's uh, album? That, that, Evermore or whatever. Evermore. Never mind. Never mind. There you go. Yeah, never mind. That Andy was. We were just talking off the air again yeah, because having Danny on to talk about this stuff that <clears throat> that nobody buys albums anymore. They don't buy music that way any longer. Uh, it's all digital now, so they buy one unit at a time. Yeah.
2: No, they no. <clears throat> they don't buy one unit. They buy a listening unit.
0: Well yeah, they buy
1: Spotify or something you like listen, that. You
2: listen you listen to it. It's not like you buy the song and listen to it over and over and over again. Right. You buy one listening of the song, then you come back and buy one listening of the song. So it is Oh, a, okay. It's a it's a you know, before you would you would if when you when they had all oh, the free downloads, you'd steal the music, you would download it half, then you would right. listen to it. Now you just you're streaming, so you stream it once, then you stream it again. So you never most of the time you never really own the song or have right. the song.
0: You know, what's kind Uh of unfortunate about that in a way because I remember being a teenager and I've always, like I said, I I started playing drums when I was 11 years old, singing some and doing all that stuff. Uh, One of the great thrills for me was to go to Musicland or Music City in downtown Minneapolis right at the corner of 7th and Hennepin. There was a Music City store and a Musicland right across the street. They would be now where where 7th, that place is, that's where Music City was. And I don't even know what's on the... The southern corner on on the west side there, it had been on the same side of the street, but across uh, Seventh Street. So same side of Hennepin, but on the same, uh, uh, but across street on Seventh Street. But in any case, to go in there and buy an album that I've been waiting, you know, to come out, because albums back then were like five bucks, maybe six dollars, something like that. But to bring it home and to have it in your hand was a huge part of it. You know, the pictures and the, you know... Oh, liner notes. The descriptor, the liner notes were a huge part of the business. Now they don't do any of that stuff anymore. And it's I think it's changed the music industry a lot because you're not just not as involved as you used to be. Huh. You yeah, know?
2: Yeah, you're right. You're not as involved. You, you don't... You're not reading who... You're not there reading who wrote the music, who did this, you know, notes about why it was done, or... Of this. You know, they and there's no. You don't have the creativity. They went into the album itself, so you don't get the big, uh, uh, big, big uh, uh, joint rolling paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> from 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 Teach uh, and Jong. Yeah, Chong. that's exactly right. You brought blind, blind melon chitlin up.
0: Blind melon chitlin, baby. Cheech and Jong. Blind melon chitlin. I looked
1: it up actually. What? So blind lemon uh, Jefferson was a person who was blind, and his name was Lemon. So hence the name blind lemon. Blind Melon Chitlin was a parody of Blind Lemon Jefferson. Oh,
0: he was. Okay. And then
1: Blind Melon was a takeoff of Blind Melon Chitlin. So. No.
0: Oh, that's how it worked out. Is it yep. really? <clears throat> so yep. Blind Melon Chitlin.
2: Yeah,
1: that was from like the '70s.
2: Oh yeah, Cheat that. Was... So
1: yeah, blind blind melon took their name from uh, blind melon chitlin. <laughs> blind melon chitlin.
0: Danny didn't bring that up when I asked him about that. He, didn't,
2: he was a little maybe he he <laughs> embarrassed by that. Maybe that's something I like to forget.
0: Maybe that's one thing I got so lucky in early in my life working you know in radio early and then getting in the music business for six years and learning about all of that. stuff. it really has been great talking to, because most of these guys I talk to I, I've never met Danny before, never met Ronald Bell before either, but. Uh, met most of the people in the business, so when we talk, it's like, hey, remember this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Wonderful. to remember that. Yeah. It's just, a, it, I've been very, very fortunate in my life there. And what? the other thing is, I'm the only guy in America, as we pointed out on the KQ Morning Show, I'm the only guy in America that gets compared to both Rush Limbaugh and the way far left. Mm-hmm. That's not easy to achieve. I just want you to know that. And
2: you're only you're the only person in America who is uh, so far, so far right, yet still has interviewed more comedians and more musicians than probably anybody else in the United States. <laughs> that's probably of, true. Really. Exactly. So the, your, your rightness certainly has put all those people who yeah. generally are, are left thinking, you know, yeah. have put have put them all off. Uh, no, it's true. Yeah, that's that was blind <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Ah, this is unbelievable, and I want to ask you about this. As a doctor in America today, did you see the latest figures about the people who have lost their insurance coverage in the last three months? From February to May, so it was February February 19th, so May, June, excuse me, February, March, April, May, so a 90-day period. 5.4 million people no longer have health care. Because mm, they got it from work. Uh, yep, yep. They probably got it. Cause cause they from got work. it from work, and therefore yeah. they don't have health care coverage at all anymore. Over the course of a year, from two thousand eight to two thousand nine, an estimated three point nine million laid off workers lost their health insurance in the recession. That was an annual record at the time, but the pandemic already has shattered that. Reports the New York Times, an assessment by the nonpartisan group Families USA concludes that five point four million workers lost their health care, their health insurance between February and May, and that figure counts only the laid-off workers, not affected family members. That's just the workers getting laid off. So it's probably up around 15 million.
2: 15 or 20.
0: 15 or 20 million people have lost their health insurance. Look, we can't do... Medicare for all. It's just not possible to get it done. It would be way too expensive. I mean, all of our money would go to, to, to taxing, uh, to income taxes.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You, you 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 simply cannot afford, you know, no. this luxurious kind of plan for everybody. So you really have to have some sort of a plan that is a safety net for uh, emergency care, right. for absolute needed care. Yeah. And then all these other things that you know, health care covers that may or may not be necessary really have to be unfortunately limited uh you know you just there there are some things that if you if have they have to figure out some sort of a system to give you immunizations give you all the things that are proven to be beneficial and then uh aside from that well then you're gonna have to be paying for out your pocket so you know they should give you they should give you uh treatment for smoking but if you continue smoking you know yeah all the complications yeah, exactly. of smoking you know it's it's, it it's sad but you. you know you kept smoking and we gave you an opportunity to stop smoking we're going to give you the free give we'll give people the free shantix the free nicotine mm-hmm. patches free counseling just to stop the smoking but you know no they, 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 you can't you have to that's what you have to do you have to limit it somehow certain yes. things have been proven like immunizations for children <laughs> one of the best things ever prenatal care Best things ever. Got to do it. Got to, right, got to right. have that. And you should be able to have those things. Uh, you know, certain kind of standard uh, tests for pre, uh, early cancer detection, colonoscopy, uh, you know, prostate ega- prostate exams, mammograms, those sort of things. Key things. But other stuff, you know, some other stuff like if you got your nose broken, you know, maybe your nose is crooked, well, you know, maybe you should you should have to pay for get that fixed.
0: Maybe you shouldn't drink and then get in fist fights. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. Get
2: a, don't get into f don't get into you know, f- fisticuffs, you know, if you've you've been drinking.
0: I mean I so how many people a year die from smoking cigarettes?
2: Oh, I, I, I don't know what, what the death. is. Well, if it.
1: we're just talking lung cancer deaths, lung cancer death. is not all of them. You know, even there's close. heart disease deaths, too, because
2: yeah. it, it, it does that. Um, but, there's, but you have to also include uh, bladder cancer deaths, right. pancreatic cancer deaths, right. esophageal cancer deaths, which are not a, a large number. Um,
1: lung cancer is about 150,000 a year.
2: Jesus. Uh, so that's see. just lung cancer.
1: That's just lung cancer.
2: Well, 25,000 a year are drunk driving. Yeah. Or any driving, drunk driving, 25,000 a year.
1: Okay, so I have a question. Oh, here we go. You got it? Uh, about 20% of cardiac deaths are because of smoking, so that would be another 160,000 right there. So it's 330,000 so, so far. At, yeah, yeah, we're at about the... Well, 310,000. we 10,000. We'll 310,000. We'll 10, let's make it
2: 350. We'll throw in all the other cancers, the bladder cancers from smoking. Yeah, because between
1: cardiac right. and lung cancer, that's probably almost all smoking-related deaths. 350. So, yeah, about 3... Although the CDC somehow got number 480,000
0: uh, oh when all well they're including yeah.
1: 40,000 from secondhand smoke apparently oh that makes sense it's still but, cigarettes yeah 400 so they say 480,000 per oh, year my god
0: That's so, lot. so we're
2: boxing we're boxing almost a half a million people per year and we still got le- legal cigarettes right. we
0: still have legal cigarettes and now let's work on obesity what's that another three four hundred thousand a year Oh god,
1: probably way more than that. I think
0: way more than that. So basically when you you you're, you get down now, COVID-19 has killed how many people in America? About 120 130,
1: 120? 130, 150 is it 130? I think it was 135, 100% like 100, 130, make it
2: 140. Huh?
0: Okay, so this is going to go over a million in a heartbeat, and we're all terrified of COVID, and yet we smoke and drink and eat like bastards. that's okay? See, obesity
1: three hundred thousand per year. Yeah, three hundred thousand a year. That's oh, what I thought. I thought so, it was going to be way so more. So eight hundred thousand. So yeah, eight hundred thousand just, just from smoking and obesity.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then drug deaths, overdose deaths. How many of those a year? Not. A huge amount. Oh, I bet you it's a lot higher than you'd think. I bet uh, at least a hundred thousand people a year
1: overdose deaths per year.
0: Sixty-seven thousand. No, so I
1: wasn't. Oh, okay, well,
2: that's good.
0: Yeah. well, it's basically a million a year between overdose deaths, smoking, and obesity.
2: Another it's a million uh, people a year. Another derelict choices that mm-hmm. people make. You know, right. uh, you know, Ooh, derelict choices. I like it. You know, if if you look at uh, inattentive driving, drunk driving, um, there's another 25. You know, you're right up at a million, and you know yeah. we don't even we don't get a line score for that. You know, we should know. We should have. We uh, just
1: don't care. And don't that's care. Uh, out of 2.8 million total. So that's a almost half of all deaths in the U.S. Because 2.8 million people die in the U.S. per year.
0: Almost half of all deaths are due to those three things.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, we'll say a third, but that's still, you know, a third of all deaths.
0: Well, so you got 135,000 people dying of COVID and everybody's in mass panic. Yet go ahead and smoke and drink and and overdose and and get as fat as you
2: want. And we're still gonna text while we drive because you know we just don't care. There was a
0: woman again yesterday. She almost ran right into me head on because she was looking at her phone. Almost head on. It would have been just phenomenal. All right, we gotta wrap it up. So cheer up after hearing that great news. COVID's not gonna kill everybody because obesity Cigarette smoke, alcohol, and drugs will get to them first. I love That's it right. when
1: people who are like smoke and drink a lot are talking about how dangerous COVID is. It's like <laughs> I know. It's like you're in a burning building and you're worried about the air quality it's <laughs>
0: outside.
1: Like, maybe maybe, uh, maybe take care of the building first. Yeah. So you're, uh, talk, you
2: know. so you're talking about the people with the with, with the heater in one yeah. hand and the martini yeah. in the other, yeah. saying, so "You know, this COVID."
0: Oh, that's going to kill you. They're going yeah, to <laughs> <gonna laughs> kill
1: you. Get dangerous. that mascot. <laughs> they got a gunshot wound, and they're worried about the power lines overhead causing <laughs> them. Exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Great day.